두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Fucking time for a podcast. Society's been waiting for it. They said there's not enough podcasts out there. We need yeah, another one. The one thing that society's been telling us for a while now is that there's not enough podcasts out there. So there's not enough people out there talking about Netflix original films. Everyone is too busy talking about Black Adam. They can't get enough of Black Adam. Oh, Everyone even that. forgot that Netflix existed because of Black Adam. Black Adam sucking up all the oxygen. That's just kind of the kind of energy the Rock has, you know. <laughs> the hierarchy of DC universe has changed. The hierarchy of uh, cinema itself has changed. <laughs> Never been the same. Every movie from now on mm-hmm. is going to be compared to Black Adam. There's only there's two gods in America today. There's Taylor Swift and Black Adam. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. Yeah. So uh, Taylor Swift, huh? Yeah, People really seem to like her. I haven't paid attention yeah, to that either. I know there's an album out because I have a, a wife that pays attention to Taylor Swift, but I yeah, I just uh, I, I thought it was uh, you know like teenagers and the internet and stuff that were into Taylor Swift, but uh, I was in the garage smoking a cigarette on Friday, uh-huh. and uh, there was one of our neighbors, like an, an elderly woman, I'd say like middle aged, like a mom or whatever. She's out there Taylor Swifting. She was out there yelling at someone about Taylor Swift's new album being out. She's like, "Yeah, it just came out. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's it's banging. Yeah, it was it's strange because I, I was like, man, people on the internet sure talking about Taylor Swift. That's weird. And then there's this woman outside yelling about Taylor Swift. We know in real life again. Yeah, it's I don't know. That's I know. Like there's barely any like veil between the internet and real life anymore but uh it was strange to say the least <laughs> you know i i was thinking about the other day i honestly feel like the veil between the internet and real life never really existed you know you used to think i think we probably have talked about this or, or touched on it at some point in our uh years of podcasting that you know dozens of people are f- f- followed with beta breath but uh um the uh, the notion that the people on the internet, the, the internet trolls, they only existed mm-hmm. on the internet. I, I feel like those people existed in real life, and they we just didn't know it. You know, you just didn't see them as often. Well, you didn't have to interact with them at all. They're also not brave enough to do that shit in real life. So it was basically yeah, you but didn't that, exist. Now it's they are brave enough to do it in real life. You see it sometimes. You know what I mean? There's more of them kind out there of in the real world. Trolls. Well, they all. There's, it's it, like it's they, not as much shame. Well, they also like have the, all their talking points sorted sorted out now by formed by other people, right? You know what I mean? Like everyone, you just fucking spend time on the internet. Some asshole tells you how to feel, and it like validates your insecurities and shit. And before, if you brought that shit up, someone would be like, "Shut the fuck up, nerd." Um, but now they're like, "Well, <laughs> hold on there, sir. I have these five talking points that I got from some streamer." You know what I mean, <laughs> I remember, I'll have you know, there's thousands of people that believe the same bullshit I do. Yeah, I remember like one of the last times I was hanging out at a bar, there was some like dude there trying to like convince me that libertarianism, blah blah blah. And it's like, man, you sound like a fucking newsletter. <laughs> you know, I'm a pamphlet. Yeah, like you don't have any original thoughts, do you? You just regurgitate something someone else told you. I'm sure That's plenty of people on the left, you could say as well, that they're just regurgitating someone else's talking points, but um, they're usually not as insufferable as libertarians or conservatives. And also, like the their opinions don't um, threaten the livelihood of people they care about. <laughs> yeah, you know, libertarians are just generally insufferable. They used to be the most dangerous people you knew, but it turns out. Nope. 
Man, no, there's fuck. No one's dangerous. Everyone's no. Just I just bitch. mean like, uh, not like uh, in the sense like they're gonna kill you because uh, mm. you meet them on the street. I just mean like their idea uh, ideology is is dangerous to. Uh, it just feels like society as a whole, you know, humanity. The idea of uh, uh, that we're all in this together. Uh, that's the opposite of libertarianism. Exactly. Oh. They're um, rugged individuals. That's yeah. what the United States is all about. They're rugged like right. fucking, you know, I don't, roads don't need them. Police, <laughs> well, I police actually don't need, firefighters don't need them. Um, you know, all this shit, I could do it on my own. These are rugged individuals who can survive without any aid from anybody else. You know, they, uh, they were born themselves, you know, no one helped in that process. Um, they're educated themselves. No one helped in that process either. Well, I, dude, I, um, I argue that maybe some of them were not educated. Yeah, I guess my point is just um, their worldview uh, is it's like the, that's never happened anywhere in the history of humanity. That oh yeah, you just do it on your own. Yeah, you sprang up. You're a self-made man, mm-hmm. like Napoleon. I mean, there's like some shit. Like there is way too much bureaucracy in most governments and most societies and. All of it's misappropriated, a lot of the aid and blah, blah, blah. You know, there's tons of problems with the way governments are structured and societies are structured. In fact, they seem to be structured in like a really antagonistic way to how hum- humans are supposed to live. But I don't think the solution is uh, being libertarian. <laughs> well, I mean, the solution, um, obviously, to society is no society. Every man for themselves. Hell yeah, fucking anarcho-nihilism. Let's do it. Nothing matters. I don't believe in anything. Everything's out of control. The world's going to... Essentially, society's going to collapse anyways. Fuck it. I do what I want. I run with gangs. Fucking gangs. Gangs rule gang shit. Gang, everyone's out here screaming, gang, gang, gang. When you get caught, you're going to turn on the whole gang. But uh, there is one shining beacon out there in the world, right? That is probably going to save us all. That's right. My boy. Xi Jinping reelected. <laughs> oh yeah, third term, baby. He did it. All the, Real shock. All the haters said it wouldn't be possible. They're like, the competition's too stiff. Uh, Hu Jintao's there. He's gonna take him out, and then fuck yeah, right. No one can stop President Xi. He is an unstoppable force. Just, just a well of charisma and manliness, just, uh, knowledge, uh, yeah, wisdom. He's just, he he's like he's like a a grandpa wizard warrior. He's like Elrond, you know. If, yeah, if like Gandalf and like five Rock Johnsons were like distilled, they were juiced, and that that would be the ingredients for Xi Jinping. Um, I saw that uh, Hu Jintao, his uh, predecessor, and like I guess sort of competition. You know, it's like well, who really knows if he. <laughs> Uh, they they've physically escorted him out of the assembly. <laughs> yeah, with well, with armed guards, you know, in case he tried to come back in. They said, "Hu Jintao, you sashay away. Xi Jinping, Shantae, you stay." He does have amazing approval ratings, though. So, yeah, well, who's, who's to argue? Who's to argue with those polling numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, man, they lifted millions of people out of poverty. They must be doing something right building trains. I saw they got that video of all the kids in little cute astronaut costumes for Halloween or whatever. China seems alright. I think it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Unless you want to dress as a cowboy for Halloween. I don't think they're policing kids cowboy cow- Halloween joking, costumes. Like fucking astronaut. Like, you know, hey, kids, here's an astronaut costume. I don't think it was actually for Halloween. Well, I no think shit. they were celebrating I some... Uh, Halloween, really. I think they were celebrating like some space thing, you know? But I saw the uh, Uyghur Times, some sort of uh, propaganda uh, establishment, was uh, using the video to say that the lockdown measures in China have gone too far because these children are suffering in their biohazard suits when they're like clearly in astronaut costumes having fun. It was pretty strange. It was like, mm-hmm. um, you were trying to like... You read, like, way too much China news. Like, why the fuck are you reading so much weird shit about China? Oh, because I'm, like, curious to, like, see if I can, like, 
get a better grasp of what like what's actually going on in China. But this thing, it's like, um, who's gonna fall for that shit? You know, <laughs> like, oh, look at the children suffering. Yeah, you're in their so fucking stupid. Yeah, well, like, who's gonna fall for that shit? Lots of people are gonna fall for that shit. Where have but you been it, in the last few years? It's like so. You can show that <laughs> there's people right now that believe that uh, there's schools in America that are supplying litter boxes to children because they identify as cats. That one, that's real though. That's not. Shut up! I'll kill you. I saw. There's a. I remember the other kid from Tumblr like a decade ago. Those kids are real. I think. Yeah, the, the ones with the butt plug uh, uh, tails, fox tails and yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that horny shit. That horny goodness. It's real. I saw it on um. Uh, some sort of propaganda website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was like BenShapiro.com. Yeah, it's just like more satanic panic shit, essentially. But um, a little bit more teeth to it, I guess, this time because it's a uh, really threatening uh, livelihood of um, transgender people and I guess LGBTQ in general. You know, whatever they'll they're they're gonna get them. <laughs> God damn. Oh well, um, movies, huh? Well, we started. We clearly wanted to watch this one, this upbeat, algorithm-based Netflix movie. Do they? I think yeah. I was gonna question if like an algorithm made this, but you're kind of right, right? Because it's like a little girl from Stranger Things, basically the plot of Hocus Pocus, Halloween, yeah, Black Dad, uh, <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Yeah, we well, Kelly a, in it. Yeah, it's really like that's hey, fucking, Kelly Rowland. That rules. I was like, yo, fucking Kelly Rollins in this. I like that Kelly Rollins love, in it, and they made a Beyonce joke. I love Kelly Rollins. I haven't seen her in ages. Still looks great. Great job, Kelly Rollins. Uh, yeah, man, fucking Halloween. Uh, fresh new Halloween content. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a Halloween film. This is definitely uh, in the content category. Um, if you ask Marty Scorsese, he'll be like, hey, what do you think? You think this is a movie? You think this is content? He'd say this. This right here, this is a steaming pile of content, which is perfect for this podcast. Content sewer, watching all the Netflix original films, getting to the bottom of what content really means. What is it? Apparently, it's is it basically shit? A lot of times, it's shit. Sometimes, uh, like established directors or up and coming directors, like true artists, have no other option but then to get funding from Netflix. So there's occasionally um, good content. Content that possibly is approaching art or film in some way, but uh, a lot of time it is just content, which is just synonymous with shit. That's why we're down here in the content sewer. We're sifting through the shit. We're gonna find the gems. We're gonna find uh, blonde Andrew Dominic's blonde. I think we found that one already. I, it's probably not gonna get better f- for a while. I imagine, unless like Hubie Halloween is a standout picture. <laughs> I bet it is. It's got Sandman in it, so I'm excited to watch it, but I have a feeling that it is going to very much seem like content. I've been watching a lot of spooky movies. To be honest, I'm not really feeling very spooky this year. I've kind of, I feel like the end of my rope, like uh, I'm going to lose it soon. Uh, But I kind of like even want Halloween to be over with so I can just start watching like um, cold, depressing movies. life-altering movies for the winter time, you know? <laughs> no, sp- you're already done with spooky season before it even really began. <laughs> nah, I'm, like, locked in. I got movies to watch still. I'm still gonna keep it spooky. Maybe I'll get excited about things being spooky. It's only one night a year, Halloween. The veil between our two worlds become thin enough that Stingy Jack is able to wander around with his jack-o'-lantern. Stingy Jack. Um, yeah, so a teenage girl who accidentally released an ancient mischievous spirit on Halloween, which causes decorations to come alive and wreak havoc, must team up with the last person she'd want in order to save her, their town. Her father. Oh, oh, we got him. Yeah, so this is a Halloween movie. This shit's about Halloween. It has the same plot as the um, Spirit Store Halloween movie. Oh, is that Which, the, um, spirit movie? I forgot they made that. The decorations come to life. I guess that would make sense. Yeah, for the spirit movie. You know what else? It does. Or I watched the trailer for the Spirit Halloween movie like a month ago when they released it because I was like, oh, that might be interesting to watch for Halloween. Uh, it looked really bad. <laughs> like Spirit, this I, you know, you would you would think since the the vultures at Spirit Halloween, since they're able to swoop in and open millions of stores nationwide over like one weekend in September, 
you'd think they'd have a little bit of cash hole, right, to make some content. But uh, it looks like they spent about $10,000 on that shit. I mean, it does know, not look good. Now that I think about it, I actually feel like I would do like a, a serial killer loose in the retail store. What, for Spirit Halloween? Yeah. I probably just wouldn't make it. Well, be no, like, well, no. Throw you a bunch of cash. Thanks. Like, make a Spirit Halloween movie. Well, here's the ah. thing. Spirit make a Halloween movie because they're, they're like make everybody knows Spirit. It's not like a nah that mm, okay. They, it has a like little a, bit of like there's a tax social, credit was expiring or something. Has a little bit of social currency for the memes on the internet, right? I think a lot of things nowadays is uh, properties cares. get like a little bit of they feel like they have like a little bit of meme currency and they're like yeah we can probably make money off of that. Let's try it. Like, uh, Konami's like, oh, we're bringing back Silent Hill like crazy now because oh, yeah. it's developed enough, like, internet currency that they can, like, guarantee a return on the investment. So, that's how it works. You just hype some shit up on the internet, turn it into a joke, a meme. You make people turn it into, like, part of their identity. And, man, they'll sell it to you. So, and guys, that's, uh, what, that's what the VHS cult uh, content sewer is all about. Makes us part of your identity. Get us paid. Hell yeah! Be part of the content sewer team. You're one. You're you're one of us. We're your friends. We're your buddies. You'd be one of the many sewer rats. Maybe if you enough money, you might even be a lover. You think about that? Change your life. That's the only fans promise. That's the only Kyle's promise. Big Papa Pumpkin. You should you should uh, try to um, uh, get the website only Kyle's. (laughs) Only Kyle's. I was thinking about starting OnlyFans. I'm pretty popular with middle aged women at the gym. Yeah, and at the corner that. store and stuff. I think it's fucking... I think it's time for me to become a sex worker. But if will middle-aged women pay to see your nudes on the internet is the real question. I'm thinking if I get down... Lose a little bit more body fat. I gotta get down like 10% body fat. Then I think... Uh, yeah. The answer is yeah. And I'm not just middle-aged women. I'm hoping like gay men. Regular-aged women. I don't... You know? I guess like my age group is kind of yeah, middle-aged. You are middle-aged, but... <laughs> Yeah, but like maybe like younger women too, because it'd be like, oh, daddy, you know. Mm. Mm. I'll take money from all kinds. <laughs> you know what I mean? All, all money is support. You know, to be honest, like I'll cater to all kinds of uh, depravities. A bit of it is like, yeah, like money would be good, right? And all I gotta do is like take pictures of my dick and body and stuff. But also, it is like I think I mostly I do just want to be adored. So. Maybe it's maybe it's the way to go. So you're the you're the narcissist, Kyle. McCoy. I am a little bit, yeah. Um, oh, the IMDb recommends more like this: uh, Spirit Halloween, um, <laughs> Hocus Pocus too, mm-hmm. Night Books. Don't know what that is. Oh, some other Netflix shit. Maybe we'll watch it next year. When good ghouls go bad. Oh, that sounds fun. Are we there yet? Um, I, you know why they recommended that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, uh, trick or treat, Scooby Doo. Okay. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Yep. First Hocus Pocus. Let's watch that one. Mom's got a date with a vampire. That sounds fun. Er, that's not a Netflix original. Ernest Scared Stupid, classic. Ooh, that is a classic. Scooby Doo like Two, control. Monsters Unleashed, Halloween Town, and Scoob. What's Scoob? Is that the CGI one? Yeah, yeah. it's a CGI Scooby. It's not a Halloween movie at all. I don't know why they'd list it. Because it's Scooby-Doo. He doesn't date a vampire or anything. Scooby-Doo, it's got monsters in it. Everything everything horror is Halloween. Oh, okay, we're going to get to fucking The Curse of Bridge Hollow, which uh, I actually have some positive things to say about it. But I want to first, now that I'm talking about uh, oh, how people, in my opinion, don't understand what constitutes a Halloween movie. People out here just watching any horror movie because they don't watch enough horror movies. But in addition to that, there's another cohort of people that I exist somewhat adjacently to, but I'm since I'm anti-consumer identity, I try my best not to fall into any of these traps. However, I am somewhat of a horror movie fan, right? I don't buy merchandise. I don't fuck that shit. I barely even pay for movies anymore. So, you know, fuck that. But I do like horror movies quite a bit. Know a lot about them. Been watching them since I was a little guy. There's some other people... Probably a majority of horror fans. And they're pretty similar, in my opinion, to, like, comic book fans. Just nerds in general. Consumer nerds. They really love franchise horror. And, you know, fucking this kind of people that, like, get... get are fucking there goes four of our fans. Piss, 
pissing their pants angry about Halloween ends because Michael Myers isn't in it killing everybody enough. Like, Michael Myers is the fucking main character of Halloween. You know, like, yeah, baby brain knows shit. fucking Loomis. <laughs> and he's the worst. He's the worst psychologist there ever was. <laughs> he's, this guy's fucking crazy. I'm going to shoot him and burn him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these 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 types, these suckers, if you will, they they uh they've gotten terrified too over the five million mark. Oh yeah, I've heard about terrified too. It's gr- it's gross apparently. I haven't seen it yet, but it's gross. I know that. Um, which I part of me is like, cool. It is independently produced. It is made by mostly produced by Bloody Disgusting though. That fucking nerd website, you know what I mean? Consumer nerd website about horror. It is basically just comic book shit, but horror instead. Lame. But um, I you don't like anything though. I just like uh, really don't like. I get nerd shit is the best way to say it, but like I am a nerd about things. But you know, people that are really I know what you mean wrapped up in you, in products. You products. Meaning uh, <laughs> the essential of this podcast is uh, aiming at the, the content nerds. Yeah, well, just people like, that like. Yeah, I really like. Oh, I love Friday the Thirteenth. Like, yeah, I love products. I got to get a Jason Bobblehead, and I got the the Puppet Master. I got all the licensed action figures, and you know what I mean. Like, you know, Kyle, let's make me happy. I don't know why you gotta come at me like that. Well, you just if I don't have a little guy with knives, what what do I have to live for? My children. As an, as an aside to that, people are always like, "Hey, just let people enjoy things." And yeah, I will. I'm not stopping you from enjoying anything, but guess what? Here's a couple things that I enjoy. Being incredibly critical of film and generally just being a hater. I fucking enjoy it. <laughs> so allow me to enjoy hate, things that hate, I enjoy. Anyhow, Terrifier 2, shit leaked on the internet. I watched it. I'm not paying for that shit. Fuck you, bloody disgusting. Unless you want to sponsor the podcast or some shit, then, you know, fucking 10 out of 10 Terrifier 2 rules. <laughs> But um, you know, I've mentioned before, uh, Rob Zombie. He's a he's a consumer horror fan, right? He loves the horror shit. Mm. He loves having life size uh, Gilmans in his house and shit. And then he turns around and makes movies that I don't necessarily like because it's a horror nerd making a movie who doesn't necessarily understand why the movies he likes worked. But he he enjoys the products, right? The merchandise. So he just does like really maximalist horror shit, throws in everything he can think of, even if it doesn't really, you know, it's not really cohesive or really a great way to plot a movie or anything like that. Rob Zombie being one of the greatest examples, but like I said, if you go watch any independent like well, horror I mean, movie that they got on. talking about the J.J. Abrams effects, but with horror movies. Yeah, but horror, yeah. And if you go watch like any independent horror movie on Tubi, you're going to see the same shit. It's just horror nerds who love products. And merchandise, trying to make their own products and merchandise into a movie, but it doesn't really, nothing about it is really, like, enjoyable on its own merits, and you can see, like, every trope and cliche that they're copying, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's Terrifier too. <laughs> that was a long way to get to that, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I, I figured I'd switch it out. Normally, you're like, Terrifier 2, and I didn't like this, and blah, 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 but I just turned it on, see this time, I explained... In great detail, the uh, sort of philosophical uh, uh, and taste opposition I have to it. And then, yeah, that's all Terrifier 2 is. I do, like I said, it's cool. I'm glad it's an independent horror movie making money. Uh, hopefully, uh, better people, better filmmakers get to make their own independent horror. But that's horror how this is going Good, nice try. It's going to be, there's going to be Terrifier 3. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah, horror movies are going to stick around forever, anyways, because they're uh, easy to turn a profit. Just release that shit around Halloween, no problem. It's aside from uh, the they do all practical gore effects, which are pretty cool. Um, everything else about it, fucking bad. So uh, I don't want fucking Art the Clown. My God, he he does belong in the pantheon of like Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees and Freddy and stuff. Well, since if, you, they're uh, all... if you have Peacock, you'll see him uh, as part of their splash page because I think Peacock is uh, is streaming Terrifier One. Yeah, so he's perfect fit for that pantheon of interesting characters that immediately, or yeah, immediately were destroyed by the the studios because they just had to milk it. And then now there's fans who exist who um, they love the merchandise, don't they? As Trump would say, we love our merchandise, don't we? I, you know, I just, what do you want from them, Kyle? What do you expect? 
I mean, so it's twofold, right? I'm just kind of making fun of other nerds. I actually, it's not the end of the world, right? But it's this is what the podcast is, is I just get on here and talk my shit because it's fun. Um, it's not the end of the world. But then uh, it's also, of course, like the studios and the producers and the money men, they don't want to make original horror anyway. So I just kind of, the worst thing about it is uh, there's not new and original horror that gets made very often anymore, but... Is that really the audience's fault? Yeah. I guess you could say there is quite a substantial amount of environmental damage being done to the earth to produce all these uh, useless pieces of merchandise that people really, really need for some reason, Um, which that kind of bothers me. But uh, what are you going to do? Life sucks anyways, huh? You may as well get some fucking Watchmen action figures, I guess. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying that all you need is to start selling some content sewer action figures. That way, mm-hmm. we can build that climate change bunker we're, we're, we're worried about. I'm, my uh, my OnlyFans is going to be what does it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. People are going to... Most people don't make money on OnlyFans. I think it's it's like anything. Like uh, yeah. podcasts, for example. Mm. Yeah, it's just very few successful people. I don't know what I'm going to do, really. But I imagine if people find out about this podcast and they hate the things that I say so much, they're going to want to follow my OnlyFans to, out of hate. But then they'll be like, well, now I'm horny. Oh, damn it. And I'm that's that's when hate. you get them. You get their hate dollars. Their horny hate dollars. Uh, anyhow, uh, Terrifier 2, check it out. It's on the internet. Watch that shit for free. Uh, Curse of Bridge Hollow, though. Marlon Wayne's baby. And... Whew, Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland with some light skin girls and some Kelly Rowlands, as Kanye would say. Also, as Kanye would say, I identify with space aliens now. Nah, he's just coming up. He's just doing like Hotep 2, right? He's doing like Black Israelite 2. They're, we've been waiting for a sequel, so. <laughs> he's got to go. Yeah, he's, he's doing it. He's like, oh, yeah, they fucking put fake kids in my house to corrupt my kids and all that man that is you need to get on medicine man that is absolutely whatever you like crazy bipolar person says <laughs> <laughs> all my friends and family have been replaced i hear that from actors. all my bipolar friends <laughs> hey man did you replace you with an actor no like everyone i know um who has bipolar which is like three or four people strangely enough uh yeah that's when it first like started manifesting a lot of it was stuff like that like people being replaced or uh, we're being uh, being surveilled by some unknown group of people and they were uh, re- replacing people in our friend group and shit. This is one specific friend. When I was like 19. It was like pretty interesting at the time. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> Kanye, huh? Uh, Marlon Wayne's in it. Kelly Rowland's in it. Hell yeah. A uh, little girl from Stranger Things, right? She's from Str- that's Stranger Things girl. Yeah. Do they have uh, like my daughter? And that's what it made me the first one. That's what made me think of it is Kata Biagram because it's like it's Marlon Wayans, and she's like, "Who's Marlon Wayans?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, it's the girl from Stranger Things." And, uh, and then like, oh, and I knew they, they got both demographics. Yeah, they, they nailed. They got her. the kids and the dads. They spun the algorithm wheel, and the computer spit out Marlon Wayans, kid from Stranger Things. Well, they got some of the dads. Well, that I guess that's a polite way to say it, right? Uh, well, yeah, but uh, you know, Netflix is There's some some dads who don't like Marlon Wayans. People that are upset that Scream Three they didn't do Scream Three. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Scary Movie Three. What they did, Scary Movie Three? No, they didn't. They dude. got all the way to like Scary Movie Five. Yeah, but oh, you mean the, the Wayans didn't do yeah. it? Shut up! Yeah, I've yeah. seen Scary Movies. Well, yeah, three of them. I haven't seen either. I've seen the first and the second one kind of within maybe like the last decade. I don't know about any other ones. The first one's pretty good still, in my opinion. Uh, we also got um, John Michael Higgins, who's a collaborator of Christopher Guest, Jamie Lee Curtis's husband. Jamie Lee Curtis is, of course, the queen of Halloween. So transitive property, Christopher Guest, John Michael Higgins, Halloween movie. Makes sense, right? It sure does. Uh, Rob Riggle's in it too. That one guy, you know. Yeah, from uh, the Daily Show. That's how I know. He's not Patrick Warburton. He's Rob Riggle. <laughs> I don't know. Why I get those two people confused. I guess because they're dark-haired white guys, right? <laughs> dark-haired white, Patrick Warburton, or uh, David Boreanaz. 
This little Stranger Things girl, Priya Ferguson. Do they like do these Stranger Things kids? Are they like owned by Netflix? You think like back in the day, you know, like the little rascals were owned by Warner Brothers or whatever? <laughs> I don't think it's quite yeah. that nefarious, but it's a similar idea. I think that you know, kind of like how Disney or Nef- or uh, Nickelodeon did it. You know, like, yeah, where they're like, hey, we got a bunch of some Netflix for jobs for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some other kids in it and shit too, but whatever. There's a well, the big thing is Kelly Rowland is in this. Yeah, Kelly she, Rowland. She's just kind of in it too. She is just kind of in it, but. She is in it, and I was like, "Wow, what's she been up to since Beyonce killed her career?" That was like, obviously, <laughs> she could have been bootylicious. I'm just as bootylicious as Beyonce. I could have done it. Yeah, obviously, Beyonce's Beyonce or whatever. But back in the day, Destiny's Child, I was a Kelly Rowland man myself, or Kelly Rowland boy, I guess at the time. <laughs> I grew into a Kelly Rowland man. Yes, yeah, so now I'm a Kelly Rowland man, but back then I was a Kelly Rowland boy. I don't know. I just always thought she was cute. Uh, Marlon Wayans, he's cute too. It's crazy, um, that Wayans family, that clan, how powerful they are. It's because of their many uh, sacrifices, both uh, sexual and uh, human. Uh, it's but the Keenan Ivory is he like kind of started it all, right? Because he had he did I'm gonna get you sucker, which wasn't that successful, but uh, Low Down Dirty Shame was like a major success. Off of that, he was able to do in Living Color. And he had, like, his brothers and his sister in it, right? Well, yeah, well, it's all because uh, Damon Wayne's got fired from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Oh, dude, there's a homie the clown joke in this. Did you catch that? Oh, when they were getting chased by the clowns? No, like, Marlon Wayne's like... I don't remember it. He's like, he says, homie, homie don't play that. Oh. The classic line. I don't remember. Maybe he says it to a clown or I some shit. But yeah, he says, homie, don't play that. He should say it like, whoa, 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 like, whoa, homie, whoa. clown, holy Get shit. It? It? He said the thing. That was for us. He that was for us. He wasn't. He's not he, the clown, though. He's not homie the clown. He said it for us. It was the thing I recognized. And I clapped. And I cheered. The- <laughs> and I turned I off said, the movie yeah. and I ran around screaming. <laughs> I was like, woo, I know, homie the clown. And I took yeah. off my pants and I, I pooped and pissed everywhere. <clears throat> it's a fit of exuberance. Yeah, but it was crazy. It was crazy when he made that reference. That's what I did. Uh, yeah, so anyways, Keaton Ivory Wayne's he did the Living Color Changed the World. As far as I know. It had Jen- Jennifer Lopez was one of the Fly Girls. <laughs> oh, man, we're making so many connections. Jim Carrey was in it. Remember Jim Carrey? John Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> that shit rules. It was the best. The 90s were the best. Take Jamie, me back. Jamie Foxx is in it. Oh, Jamie Foxx is so talented. So talented. Remember Miami Vice with Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell? No, I didn't watch that one. Oh, I saw it in theaters. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it surprisingly is like a pretty good movie. I remember when I watched it in theaters, I was like, oh, I don't know. And a few years later, I was like, I don't know what, what Pascal was all about. This is a pretty good movie, especially because it's fucking Miami Vice. What's the music like? <laughs> um, Kind of not like 80s, maybe like 80s inspired, but, um, you know, just like real uh, heavy drum kind of score. Just action movie um, kind of score, but like darker because it's Michael Mann coming off of Collateral, right? I think Collateral came out first and then Miami Vice. Oh, I, I think that's order. Uh, yeah, so this movie also stars Stingy Jack, who is a real character. Well, I guess he's not real, right? <laughs> but he is. Don't say he, exists, he exists outside of the movie. He is from Irish mythology. He is the. Um, Origin possibly of the Jack Lennon. Um he's a Halloween guy or Samhain, I guess. His whole deal he's is uh he's That's also Irish called Irish. like uh drunk Jack, Flaky Jack, some other shit I think. Just a lot of Irish stereotypes. Well he was like um he was a really clever, well spoken, charismatic guy, but everyone kinda knew he sucked, right? Because he was always like swindling and just kind of being shitty. Uh yeah, the devil he was like so famous for being shitty that the devil came and was like, man, I got to check this fool out. Uh, he's able to trick the devil and like bargain with the devil where he's like, uh, dude, can't ever take my soul. And the devil's <laughs> oh, like, well, okay. You got me, man. You did it. Um, but then he dies because of the drink, you know, as like all Irish rovers do, all the best Irish rogues, they die from the drink. 
Uh, but he can't go to heaven because God's like, no, man, you're a piece of shit. And then he can't go to hell because the devil's like, hey, I said I wasn't going to take your soul, bitch. So he's cursed to wander between the planes of the living and the dead for all eternity. Uh, the devil did give him like some ember, though, that he put in a turnip. And he created a lantern, That's Jack's totally lantern, Jack O' lantern. That was a turnip back in the day. They didn't have pumpkins in Ireland. Jack O Lantern. That's where it comes from. There you go. That's all you need to know. That's what this movie is about. But not quite. There's some like uh, woman who has uh, Jack's turnip at some point in history. Some uh, a cunning woman, a mystical woman. They call her, um, if you will. They call her an ethnic slur in it. <laughs> I know it's like not. Uh, it's still used pretty commonly, right, for uh, Romani people. I think it's like you're not supposed to use it anymore. Yeah, but the Roman don't have any power, so you can do it. Uh, especially in Europe, they, they use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know the significance of why they put that lady in the story, right? It, it could They could have just gone with the magical turnip that has Halloween powers. But um, despite the fact that this is made by an algorithm, and it's basically just kind of a hocus-pocus storyline, right? It's even got... The Grimoire, a magical book. Uh, I do like these are um, the kind of like Halloween stories I like, sort of. I like when it's more about um, just like the mystical nature of life and death, since the, the, to the, me that's the interesting aspect of during Halloween. Well, yeah, just like the the the, the more folky folksy aspect of Halloween I think is cool like witchcraft stuff and curses like jack-o'-lantern being cursed to walk between the planes of earth and uh, you gotta leave out treats so the spirits don't um rob you you burn bonfires all night to keep evil spirits away you know just like the spooky shit like that there's not enough Halloween shit that really leans into the old spooky shit which is more interesting but that doesn't make this movie good because they start off with the, the interesting story of Stingy Jack. And then his turnip can bring the fucking decorations to life. It's cool that most of them are practical effects except for the ugly ass, um, like, football skeletons. They suck. The spider too. I like the killer clowns from outer space. They might, should probably get sued for those. <laughs> yeah, who's going to sue them though? Uh, the Chios brothers. Uh, but yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is like dope as hell. Um, the zombies look like zombies, but I'm glad that they were uh, costumed individuals, not shitty CGI. I guess the stingy Jack at the end is kind of cool, but when they show the statue at like the, the, the gathering, you know, like the community gathering or whatever, it looks way cooler than when it's just the, the dude in the suit later. So you're saying like, the statue should have come to life? Yeah, well, because it is a statue coming to life, allegedly, but it, um, it's clearly just a guy in a suit with an oversized head, but the statue's got kind of elongated limbs and, like, looks tall as fuck. Like, it should have looked like the, the jack-o'-lantern head man from over the garden wall, but I guess you would have to do that with CGI. There's no way they're going to... Netflix ain't going to spend that kind of money on a puppet. Yeah, it's a lot of... Uh, that's, a, that's a hard practical effect to do. Mm-hmm. The uh, fucking Roman Coppola could do it. Did you read about how... Uh, Francis Ford, when he was making Dracula, he said, I want to do everything with, like, practical effects because the CGI wouldn't have existed in, like, uh, you know, uh, when Nosferatu time. So he wanted to make it more like older movies. Uh -huh. And uh, he went around to a bunch of different special effects studios, blah, 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 and all of them were like, it's impossible. It can't be done. So he hired his nephew, Roman Coppola, and then they did it. <laughs> That's just, like, I got a few bucks for you. You want to do this? I just think it's funny that even at that point in what 1994, 1995. Yeah, that sounds about right for uh, Dracula. Maybe, Maybe a little earlier, even. But they they're already at that point. Like uh, we've given up on problem solving with practical effects. Everything will be CGI now. You know what I mean? Like they didn't even like bother to try. They're like, oh no no, we got to do CGI. And then he was just like, fuck that. My nephew can do it. And <laughs> they did. I'll get my nephew. And Dracula still looks fucking amazing. As compared to, I don't know. Uh, it, um, <laughs> what other Dracula movie do they do practical or CGI? I'm trying to think. One of their like '90s special effects movies. <laughs> a lot of them still look pretty good because they're a mix, right? Yeah, I was thinking Jurassic Park, but that's like that's not a good example. 
Yeah, because that's uh, a there's, lot of practical. There's some, that's there when there was some real shitty CGA. If you go back and look at like, oh, this did not hold up. Yeah, I guess none of it's really memorable, interestingly. Can't even remember the disgustingly bad CG from the 90s because it was so unremarkable. I wonder what's going to happen in the future. Will people go back and watch any of these Marvel movies where the CG action figures bounce onto each other? It might be like a a novelty or curiosity. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, the same thing happens to like older sci-fi action movies today right you know these a lot of people to go back and watch those flash gordon movies but then yeah people still but do watch the original the, star wars so yeah that's true but like the the 50s and 60s sci-fi movies are like very niche at this point i guess we'll see like that they're, they're probably just gonna keep making them though huh so yeah i don't will, yeah i don't know what's what we'll see how <laughs> they have to taper off for for your prediction to, to come true yeah because uh, what's probably more likely to happen is, yeah, people won't really go back and revisit the older ones because they'll just keep watching the new ones. And potentially the CGI will get better? I don't know. <laughs> well, seem like it. the industry, I don't know. I think don't I know about all that. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Curse of Bridge Hollow. This is uh, They moved from Brooklyn recently. I guess they're like probably upstate New York is where Bridge Hollow is, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, the mayor's accent confuses me. Yeah, they just kind of doing whatever. Um, but yeah, they moved to Brooklyn. Their house is uh, haunted. Well, it was the same house that the mystical woman lived in where she kept secret turnip. Little girl finds secret turnip. Uh, her and her dad have a strained relationship, but not really because it's a kid's movie, right? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, uh, can't like put, it's actually like can't be too heavy. Yeah. It's got the lightest touch of like a strained relationship. That's a little overbearing here. A lot of parents. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's just like, he makes do shit he doesn't want to do. But, like, parents are always doing that shit. They're always making do shit you want to do. Go to school? No way. Yeah, it was a little different. Like, to... You can't do ballet, you gotta do karate. <laughs> gotta do karate. Uh, you gotta know karate to. You previously didn't know ballet, life. he knew karate. <laughs> no, he knew Jeet Kune Do. No, he made up Jeet Kune Do. I believe he actually knew Wing Chun. He learned Jeet Kune Do from Ip Man. <laughs> Ip Man? From Ip Man? Ip Man? I don't think that's his Ape name. Ape Man. What'd you call him? Ape Man. That's what I said. Ape Man. Um, yeah, and also she's in this, the science uh, team or whatever. Yes. What the fuck what that is. That? Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. That science team. Anywhere. The mathletes. But she doesn't want to. She wanted to start her own goddamn paranormal club. God damn it. Because she likes that spooky shit. My type of gal. She's like, Bustin makes me feel good. Bustin. You know, Bustin does make you feel good. If you're, if you're on the fence about semen retention, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me bring something up to you, huh? <laughs> Bustin will make you feel Bustin. good. Bustin. <laughs> I was making a Ghostbusters reference, but I feel you. Bustin. Yeah. Uh, she makes uh, some little friends. Uh, the, the paper is thinnest characters ever because this movie is about her and her dad getting closer. Although their, their relationship didn't really seem that bad anyways, right? Because, you know, it's a kid's movie. Can't be too serious. This isn't fucking Radio Flyer. Bumming kids out. Oh, <laughs> shit. Why would you mention that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's got some paper thin friends. Uh, her mom wants to start a bake shop, and she's Kelly Rowland. That's about all she's just got going on in the movie. Uh, Marlon Wayans is a science dad, but he's, he, I don't like uh, spooky shit or Halloween because I'm a skeptic, but secretly it's because he's a piss baby, right? <laughs> yeah, he got scared as a kid. Yeah, he's like, I got to explain everything away because I'm terrified of the unknown, which is most Americans, to be honest. They're too scared to look into the truth. QAnon. Everyone's a psychic pedophile vampire everyone you know and they're being they're being replaced by the government by psychic pedophile vampires look into it it's all it's all there on the internet just watch the x-files the x-files is talking about it in the 90s <laughs> they knew everything get, get me fox molder give me fox oh man let me smoke let me suck that spooky dick fox molder Man, I, they should make it. They should like do a, a new X Files, and it'll be me and Jillian Anderson because <laughs> she's still hot. And she's just gonna suck your spooky dick. I think this, suck, is a, this is an exploitation movie of the highest form. Her, she's gonna suck this spooky dick. 
Man, there's so much like good um, media material and photo shoots of uh, um, David Duchovny and Julian Anderson like being like hot together. It's amazing. They like, they should have gotten married. <laughs> no, have that much magnetism impossible. That's crazy too. It's just some you know like syndicated. I guess it wasn't syndicated, but just some regular ass TV show in the '90s had like the the. Just the, the so much like chemistry and heat between the leads, right? You don't ever see that shit in like movies or anything anymore. Everything's so sexless. How strange. We just need to cast David Duchovny and Julian Anderson and everything. They should, yeah, they should have been in the Curse of Bridge Hollow. It should have been about them trying to uh, put a little spice into their love life after being married for thirty years. Well, if the, you remember correctly, the like well, I, we watched very few of these episodes, but the, the, after David Duchovny left and they had uh, the Terminator, the second Terminator, Robert Patrick, yeah, whatever his name is, Terminator, good liquid Terminator, and Julian yeah. Anderson. Not a lot of uh, chemistry there, you know. No, yeah, it was, it was the Duchovny and Julian Anderson magic. Yeah, so the they they team up. Marlon Wayans and his daughter got to team up to stop the evil decorations. Which you'd think you would think they wouldn't really be much of a threat, right? Because they're made of rubber and shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck are they really gonna do? Most of these decorations fall apart after one use, uh, one Halloween use. So, and it's also like, oh no, how are we gonna stop them? Oh uh, fucking, you just, you make Molotov cocktails, just burn them shit. Just right? fucking lock your door and wait. No, I don't want to burn them. <laughs> I want to have a reason to just Molotov a bunch of shit. Yeah, I've been with you on Halloween. You don't really ever need a reason. <laughs> right, it's the flimsiest of reason. Because like you said, could just lock the door and not worry about it. Not me. Like, fucking, I'm burning shit. It's Halloween, baby. <laughs> like, hey, honey, the plastic skeletons came to life. It's like, all right, well, turn the lights off. No, Go burn them. You got to stand the uh, upwind. The, you don't want to smell all that oh, burning yeah, plastic. That's not good for your lungs. Uh, every character in it very thin. It's uh designed by an algorithm. Um, it's uh the acting is very flat because it's you know it is just a family movie, so you don't want to do anything crazy anyways. But everyone's serviceable. Um, I don't particularly like Little Stranger Things girl, but um, she's just a, a child, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> she's fine, you know. I don't like Stranger she's Things. Fine. Oh, God, you know, she dies in a fire. Yeah. No, I mean I don't dislike her as a human being, or she's probably a pretty good actor. It just seems like her Stranger Things character and the character in this is like, oh, she's smarmy, you know. So yeah, whatever. Um, John Michael Higgins is completely underutilized. Basically, anytime any Christopher Guest you know, collaborator shows up in another movie, they just there's always really one note. And like yeah, they're hacky. there to kind of be a, a hey, I'm a joke character. Let me do a joke. Yeah. I'm here for jokes. Yeah. Rob Riggle sort of does the same thing, but yeah. he doesn't have the currency of being a Christopher Guest collaborator. Well, I mean, so straight up, everybody in this movie but Marlon Wayans and the daughter, and even them to a certain degree, are are, are just one note. I mean, I, oh, we've yeah. talked about it before. Kelly Rollins is just here to sell um, vegan uh, bakery shit, and like the joke is that her bakeries are not good. Yeah, I'm one star bakery, but it's bad. That's it. <laughs> also, the you know, I, I'm worship the devil, but not anymore. I'm uh, I fight for the side of, of Jesus. <laughs> I love that part. I love Jesus now. I love Jesus. So uh, yeah, you know, fuck vegan bakery. Here's butter and sugar. I mean, it's just some Netflix shit. It looks bad. It looks like it would be on like the ABC Family Channel in the year 2000. That's uh, Hocus Pocus um, two or Hocus Pocus yeah. one. Yeah, so the acting's whatever. Halloween it town. looks bad. Um, some of the um, like monsters are cool, but specifically just the killer clowns because they look like the killer clowns. So I was like, "Oh, killer clowns! I recognize that!" Hooray! And I clapped. <laughs> and then I turned um, off the, the stream and I ran out of the room naked for a little bit. Mm. I went outside and yo, killer clowns, killer clowns, and I filmed it for Instagram. And then I went back and watched the movie. Yeah, you gotta get the clown. Put it on Instagram. Well, everything I do is just clown. <laughs> I gotta watch. I gotta watch Black Adam so I can scream at the fucking end credit scene. Yeah, someone needs to film you doing it too. Duh, that's what my wife's gonna be there for. With the bright fucking light. Hell yeah, I'll ruin everyone's experience. Yeah, you know what? It's fucking the Black Adam end credit scene. You're not ruining shit. I would still if someone did that in a theater I was in, even if it's Black Adam, like fucking, they're gonna. I'm gonna fight them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good. That's a, that's a real good reason to fight somebody. Kyle. You're you're right. 
Yeah, man. Fucking, you're done. You can't be running around doing shit like that. Uh, that type of annoying shit. Not around me. I'll fuck you. I'll fuck you up. Um, I actually, uh, this movie is uh, perfectly fine for a kid's movie, right? I'm sure your kids thought it was all right, right? Actually, only my daughter wanted to watch it. Jamie is oh. sick, and the older one is probably too old for this shit now. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, let's uh, watch yeah. the new Halloween movie. I'm like, no, no, let's watch, uh, let's watch this. It's got Marlon Wayans. He's like, who the fuck's Marlon Wayans? <laughs> Yeah, it was good to see Marlon Wayans and Kelly Rowland. Um, big fan, big fan. Um, I think it's a perfectly fine little kid, like Halloween movie. It's some content. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I like that it's um, you know, some real Halloween shit with the Jack O' Lantern man. They're kind of playing fast and loose with it. He's trying to get someone's soul for some reason. That's not his problem. He just his problem is he needs to like suck the devil's dick to get into hell or whatever. But, yeah, but do you uh, really want to get into hell? I'd rather just roam between worlds. He's got. You probably get tired of it after a while, right? Just walking around with your turnip. <laughs> Why um, would you get tired of the turnip? I don't understand. Yeah, but it's not too bad. Um, like, I, I did. I want to like for my own personal taste, I'd give this like a three out of ten. But like to be honest about like the probably like audiences for. It's probably like fine, like a five out of ten, right? Like kids would watch this like around Halloween and be like, "Yeah, Halloween," you know. It's yeah. like on par with Ernest Scared Stupid, to be honest, you know. Yeah, it probably. I, you know, I don't know if it. There's some it doesn't probably quite hit the same notes as Ernest Scared Stupid. I think there's some there's some memorable stuff in Ernest Scared Stupid where this is kind of just like, all right, well, it was fun. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I saw it was a fun little Halloween movie I watched with the kids. Oh, yeah, I guess it is pretty disposable, you're right. Um, whereas the thing that makes Aaron scared stupid... Like, even the first Hocus Pocus is kind of... I don't know, I feel like the only reason people remember it now is because of just how much they played it uh, every Halloween. Yeah, I, the thing with Ernest is, it's first of all, it's Ernest, right? And then um, the trolls. The trolls are cool as shit. It does stand out a little bit more. Yeah, this is pretty disposable. Like, I'd assume Hocus Pocus probably would have gone had it not just been replayed constantly on the Family Channel or whatever. But um, I'm, it's fine, you know? It's fine. <laughs> it is just content, though. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta... If, they, if Netflix had a way, you know, Netflix... No, what Netflix should do, like Shudder does, is have a, a channel, and they can just force-feed certain things on that channel to you, you know? That's how you get a, a cursor... What is this, Bridge Hollow? We have Bridge Hollow too. Curse of Bridge Hollower. Shutter has a channel. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, if you go onto the Shutter app, you, they have like the the streaming channels where it's not like oh, they're it's just on, showing shit. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. That's how you watch Joe Bob. Exactly. I didn't. I didn't realize they used it for anything else. I thought that was the. Yeah, uh, that's always going. There's the three Joe of them. Bob <laughs> I've been watching spooky movies for spooky season. So I got to uh, sign up for Shutter for like seven days for the free trial. Uh, Ann Cola from Letterboxd says, well, this is a film that told me I should really learn how to bike. Some thoughts while watching it. It's a nice, silly little Halloween film to watch on your own or with family. Kelly Rowland is one gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Agreed. Right. I, right agree. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. So far, she's right. I would love the I love the little running joke that her characters baked goods are horrible. Yeah, pretty obvious. Uh, uh, it's kind of lame. Um, yeah. Do something. The else. father. The father's development was one for the history books. Uh, no, right. no, it's, it's fucking pretty standard. It's pretty weak. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I'll just um. Way, I'll way off now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was already he was already a pretty good dad, and now he's like, I'll just need slightly better dad. Okay. Uh, dialogue and humor pretty good. Every single character felt essential to the story, and their own quirky humors melted right, in like yeah, butter. True. Most of the characters are completely inconsequential. Uh, don't listen to the losers and just watch this film. It gives vibes very much of the old Disney films like Halloween Town and My Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, which aren't also not very good movies, but like I'm sure kids like them. So you used to like Halloween you know. Town. Was that that's the Disney Channel original, right? Yeah. I remember it's uh about witches and, and shit. Yeah, there's a fucking Voldemort type figure in it, right? Yeah, it felt very Harry Potter. I don't. Yeah. It for sure had to come out around the same time as the the books and movies. Yeah, because it was when I was like eleven or some shit. Or, you know what I mean? Pretty young. 
But she does say don't don't listen to the losers and just watch this film. People are very uh, on Letterboxd. It's a constant like culture war about movies. <laughs> I guess I, you I started this podcast uh, yeah. with uh, the culture war about movies. Martin Scorsese yeah, but, is getting into culture war about movies now. So let's. Well, yeah, but Martin Scorsese is the people keep asking him. He doesn't come like come out and be like ah blah blah blah. It's like. People go interview him about his film restoration shit and be like, what'd you think of the new Marvel movie? Leave that old man alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas with me, I come on this podcast to talk shit. I'm going to talk my shit. Oh, come on. Halloween decorations coming to life. That's a genius plot. It's all in all caps. That's the same plot. As I'm not going to say it's a Halloween. genius plot because like, it's kind of just an extension of the, the doll coming to life and every scary story you read about a doll before, you know? Um, it's, well, it's honey, a pretty clever yeah. uh, uh, idea, though. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I think it's fun. But it is just like, yeah. Um, what's the Goosebumps guy, you know? Uh, the, the dummy. The not a dummy. You know, there's yeah, Chucky, too. And there's, uh, there's, you know, it's happened a million times. There's a Puppet Master. Yeah. We started, we talked about Puppet Master already. Uh, would tune in for a Christmas sequel. Yeah, they're definitely implying there's going to be a Christmas sequel. Well, they're they're implying that they're endless sequels. They knock down that wall in the attic, and there's a bunch of other chests of spooky. Yeah, what what other kind of spooky uh, spirits did she lock away in her house? One for every season. There's gonna be an Easter Bunny one in there. That's actually it's a spirit of Jesus. I found the best um, review on Letterbox. Five star. Uh, it just says yes, Halloween. <laughs> Yes, Halloween. yes. Halloween. That's how they feel about every Halloween movie. I wish I could just have that much joy again in my life. About anything. I need to start drinking again, I guess. Yeah, yeah that works. Yeah, the joy turns to ashes in your mouth after a while, but for a while you're just like, damn, this whiskey is making my belly warm. <laughs> That's the best feeling. That's the greatest shit. Friday night, you fucking finally make it to the bar, your friend's house, wherever you have your first G&T, your first whiskey, and you're like, oh, I can feel it in my belly. And you're like, damn, it's time to get fucking loose. I'm not your average, not your average punk rock loser tonight. <laughs> Tomorrow, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's okay. If you, you want to watch some Halloween shit, fucking watch the Curse of the Bridge Hollow. Fuck it. It's content. It's out there. It's for you. What else are you going to watch? Pimock? The Thai movie? You should. That movie's way better. Terrified. Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2. Don't watch that shit, man. I don't... No one support Art the Clown. It's just fucking stupid ass. Faces of Death character. Oh, what about a... What a, uh, a clown that's a serial killer? Fucking... Shut up, ICP. God damn. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Damn. VHS 99 fucking sucks. All right, so I've heard mixed yeah. reviews about it. Some people seem to really like it, but then who I don't knows? know. There's like some uh, practical effect punk rock zombies in one of them. That's pretty cool. That's the only thing I remember at this point. I just remember watching it and be like, "This kind of fucking sucks." Are you uh, are you um, gonna watch Guillermo's uh... Cabin Curiosities? Yeah. Hell yeah! One of them is directed by Panos Cosmatos, director of Mandy. Ooh. And um, I forget what the name of his first movie is. Fucking hell yeah, bitch. Uh, let me, let's see. What have uh, horror movies ever watched recently? Watching Ginger Snaps tonight. That's a good one. So that's guaranteed. Look at my list. I watched a bunch of horror movies this, this month. I'm trying to see if there's any ones that I would <laughs> recommend. Oh, um, Gretel and Hansel, the Oz Perkins movie from a couple years ago, is pretty good. It's got nice like fall vibes. Spooky. Very well directed. I watched some stupid shit on Hulu called Grim Cuddy, which was like a Slenderman like kind of bullshit. It mm. sucked, but it's kind of funny if you, anyone wants to watch it. Uh, P-Mock, like I said, it's a really good Thai movie. It's like um, comedy, spooky, romance, ghost movie. It's pretty good. Uh, Blair Witch Project, if no one's watched that in a long time, check it out again. Uh, Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill on Tubi. You can see some ass and titties. <laughs> Uh, oh, Rigor Mortis, a uh, badass fucking Hong Kong um, ghost vampire movie. It is, it's fucking gnarly. Everyone check it out. Rigor Mortis. It's probably on the internet somewhere. 
Uh, the Innkeepers is a cute movie. It's Ty West back in the day from before he was famous for, uh, I mean, it's even before VHS, so it's really early in his career. Uh, speaking of Ty West, Pearl. Pearl's on the internet. Everyone go watch Pearl. Pearl's a really good movie. It's not very Halloween-y, in my opinion, but uh, Mia Goth is, does a really good job. It is actually pretty fucking cool. I thought X was okay, but Pearl is a lot better. Everyone check it out. Um, Terrifier 2, don't watch it. VHS 99, don't watch it. A Korean movie called Ghost Sweepers is kind of cute. It's on Tubi. Watch it if you feel like it. And then finally, uh, we got a series of shorts from a Japanese director. I guess these movies wouldn't, you wouldn't really watch for Halloween because technically they're horror movies, but like they're not what you would think of as horror movies because they're more like scathing indictments of capitalism society how the japanese government handled the covid oh, outbreak they're a thinking so, man's horror movie huh no thank you yeah but uh, toshiaki toshiaki uh toyoda is the director he's a famous japanese director he hasn't worked successfully for a few years because he got caught with weed one time and it kind of derailed his career oh man the famous in japan for that yeah but he's got uh the three a series of three shorts the first one's like 15 minutes second one's like an hour the third one's like 20 minutes it's wolf's calling the day of destruction and go sapuku yourself <laughs> you go sapuku yourself don't tell me what to do They're i fucking... am not gonna sapuku myself i'm gonna win damn it Fucking amazing. You got amazing soundtracks, amazing cinematography. Some famous Japanese handsome actors are in it. And they're basically just like, hey, fuck you, society, which is fun because a lot of people don't make angry movies anymore, you know? So it's no, good no, to no, see no. some angry shit. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of anger coming out of Disney these days. That's the problem with movies these days. There's multiple problems with them, but everyone, it's like we're all supposed to just get together and clap and only feel positive feelings and be reassured by media and blah, blah, blah. Don't need to do that shit all the time. Go sapuku yourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're coming into fucking... This is the, the dog days of October. We're the final drag to Halloween, huh? I got Ginger Snaps. I'm gonna watch Mr. Vampire. Uh, Dark Glasses, the new Dario Argento movie. You gotta watch that. Um, Not all these watch... are Halloween-themed. Nah, gotta watch Dracula still. Oh, yeah, the and then... Bram Stoker Dracula? Well, Francis Ford Coppola is Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. Uh, and then, yeah, you Sleepy Hollow, The Witch, Trick or Treat. I watch those every year, so whatever. Yeah, the only but, one uh, specifically Halloween themed I'm planning to watch is Trick or Treat. And I'll probably watch that either on Halloween or the day before. Yeah, I'll, Trick or Treat, I'll probably watch on Halloween. Although I have been uh, going through all the Halloween movies for the last couple of weeks. Oh, no, there's only like three good ones. Oh, you, you know it, baby. <laughs> yeah that's too bad too bad uh yeah i've just been watching whatever this year mostly just like whatever yeah whatever but uh, i got ginger snaps mr vampire dark glasses hellions people in the stairs pie whack it bram stoker's dracula sleepy hollow the witch trick-or-treat trick-or-treat and then it's time for, as soon as the spooky month's over it's time to start watching some like sad meaningful shit Gotta watch uh, Elephant Sitting Still, a four-hour Chinese movie. <laughs> you just watch an elephant sit still for four hours? I think it's about uh, alienation in modern China and the world at large. I believe the guy that wrote and directed it committed suicide after the film came out. So it should be pretty uplifting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I'm excited for that shit. Sounds great. Excited to get bummed out. Yeah, who, 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 nothing makes you sound like a movie that uh, made by a guy that committed suicide right after it came out. Yep. That's badass. Probably a good suicide. Is badass. Uh, next week, Hubie Halloween. It'll be Halloween for, for real when the episode comes out. Well, the episode will be out on Halloween. Uh, fucking check it out. Halloween Rules. That's going to be the next the title of the next Halloween movie. Halloween rules. Halloween fucking rules. Uh, VHS KVLT.com. Listen to podcasts there. Donate to the Patreon. Tell your friends and family. Tell the ops. Tell the haters. Tell your lovers. Tell your crushes. Tell your pets. Um, if you see, like, you you lift up a rock, see some bugs under it. Tell them about content sewer. <laughs> hey, bug. 
Hey, you fucking crawlies. Yeah, you fucking bug. Have you seen the gray man yet? Let me tell you about some fuckers that hated the gray man. Fucking gray man. They fucking couldn't stand it. Ryan Gosling's supposed to be really charismatic. What happened? You ever seen nice guys? What happened? Yeah, you get to suck the charisma all out of the Christmas. Remember when he made that like spooky folk band with uh, Rachel McAdams' brother-in-law just because they were hanging out one weekend and he said, let's start a band and then it was Dead Man's Bones and that album was actually pretty good? Ryan Gosling. And then <laughs> that was he like just a, made... over a decade ago. No one remembers that. Yeah. And then he just made the Gray Man. What the hell? What the hell, Ryan Gosling? Gonna be in Barbie? What the hell? Barbie seems like it might actually kind of interesting. It's so honest. weird with blonde hair. I can't get over it. Oh, it's like, ugh. Uh, platinum blonde toe-headed hair. It creeps me out. Wait till you see me with blonde hair. Oh I've had God, blonde hair before. Not that color blonde, but don't do it. You're getting too old. Yeah, I have. I've had blonde hair like that before. Uh, that's it. Content sewer. See you later. See you next week. Stay healthy. Stay sane. Stay or- spooked. <laughs>